Man, today's show had a little something for everybody. We had relationship stuff mm-hmm. with uh, the relationship report card. We talked to one of your friends who has something amazing going on over the weekend. Right. Uh, that was awesome to hear. Feud was a the feud was beat a, down. <laughs> it was. It was a, the feud was a, today was fun, dude. I'm not gonna lie to you. I had so much. This wasn't work today. No, never it was, is. It was though. just a grand old time. That's what we do, man. And you'll hear why right now on the podcast. Kelly and Wood. On Monday, we talked to Vanessa, who wanted us to give her a relationship report card, which is why where she tells us, "Hey, look, guy, I'm just I can't get a relationship to work. I can't figure out why." Well, you talk to some of the guys I dated and see if we can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. She gave us three guys to talk to. We did that over the week, which some of you probably heard, and we got Vanessa back on the phone. Hey, Vanessa. Hello. So, did you listen this week, or did you steer clear? No, I didn't. Yeah, okay. Good. I bet that was tough. Too nervous too. I bet it was tough to go a whole week without listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's the best week of my life. Nah, uh-huh. Come on. Come on. Now, Vanessa, on Monday, I asked you if you had any sort of type, and you said, no, not that I know of. I can now, and we're gonna, we got some clips to play back for you, but I think, Kelly, we can uh, confirm that you do have a type. Yes. Your type is kind of a douchebag, and I'm not saying that to be mean here, Vanessa. Well, no, I think this is good, Wood, because she should know, because maybe some guys put up a great front, and then when they talk to another guy, they're a douche. Yeah, because just to recap here, you're 29, you got a good job, you know, you, you, you have a lot going for you, you've been fantastic to, I've been going back and forth with you on social media, you, you know. You're a good-looking lady. I mean, you got a you got a lot going for you here. And honestly, the first guy we talked to, Chris, mega douchebag. Right. So when we talked to Chris, here's and I've just grabbed clips. We're not going to listen back to the whole thing. But right. Here's here's what Chris said about why you guys stopped talking. Uh, look, there's nothing wrong with her. Like per se, she's she. You know, on paper, you, you look at her and you're like, oh yeah, she's you know she's cute enough, and um, she's she's fun most of the time and she's she's smart i I mean i think uh, as i remember she had a decent job she just i you know for me i think that she's just not memorable ouch yeah that was honestly i thought that was really kind of a knob answer i I did too i was like not memorable it's like even talking to you for a few minutes, I can tell you have a great personality. And and I've been, you know, I reached out to a lot of these guys on social media and stuff like that. I'm not going to lie to you. Chris, I can say it, he's not a good looking dude. <laughs> and I'm not trying to be insulting or anything, but Vanessa, you're the catch in that relationship. So uh, you guys went out for three months. Honestly, I, I to me, I think you, you clubbed way too far down. Yeah. You got to set some standards a little bit higher. I agree 100%. So, he was a douche when we talked to him on the phone. Him saying that is just douchey. Right. And so, that's that's probably, if we had to give you a reason why you guys stopped talking, that's why. He's a douche. And he was kind of self-centered. And um, But let's move on to Jordan. Should we move on to Jordan? Now, Jordan was the longest relationship that you that I was able to get in touch with here for you. Um, I guess it was, what, like, roughly, what, nine months or so? Yes. Now, okay. you met his family at an event, right? Yep. Nephew's birthday party. Whole crew was there. They seemed pretty cool. Okay. okay. But he didn't meet your family, right? Side. No, that would have scared him off even more. Okay. Well, here's what Jordan... <laughs> Come on, Vanessa. Come on. Build yourself up yeah, here. Man. Maybe this is it. You got to build up your self-esteem. Yeah. Right, here we go. Here's, here's what Jordan said. With Vanessa, she was never really hot enough. Does that make sense? So, yeah, that was my reason, man. You know, it's just, I just felt not that there were more fish in the sea, but, you know, a better fish. 
again, when we talked to Jordan, I was mm-hmm. like, I don't like this dude at all. I didn't like I didn't like him through the whole conversation, Mm-mm. Vanessa. He was just so that's why Wooden now are saying like I think it's just the guys. It's not you. It's these guys that you're picking are kind of douchey. Beginning to see this now. <laughs> I do have a hey, I'm not laughing guys. at you here. No, not at all. <laughs> But, Vanessa, this brings us to Chad, and I think that we should take a quick break real, right here. Yeah. And we'll come back, and we'll talk about Chad, because... After the first two, I was scared to death for day I know. three. I was like, if they keep getting worse... Yeah. But but they didn't, and so we're going to play you back what Chad said, okay? And uh, But we're just okay. going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back, because I think you're going to like this one, okay? Okay. Kelly and Wood. We are giving Vanessa a relationship report card. We heard from Chris and Jordan, two of her, two of the guys she dated for a while and then stopped talking to. Quite the douche canoe. Yeah. Vanessa, are you feeling okay though? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean that's a reflection of them, not me. Right, yes. absolutely. And we feel the same way. <laughs> and thank God, honestly, if you can look at that and be like, "Cool, I'm not with that anymore." You know what I mean? But but this brings us to our buddy Chad who we really liked when we talked to him because he seemed like a nice guy. And this is why Chad said that he stopped talking to you. I called, text, nothing, and then finally like a week, oh, I'm just, I just, I'm just real busy. So, I mean, it, it, she never flat out said it, but she didn't need to by her actions. So. Mm. so that was the whole thing with him. He just thought, he thought that you were not interested in him because he wasn't getting any response from you. Oh, okay. Well... I had a personal crisis come up while we were together, and I just kind of fell off. It was not him. It was just life, right? Mm, okay. And I guess in a new uh, relationship, you that, don't want to put all that heavy stuff on somebody. Exactly. And by the time I kind of got past that, I felt like it was too late to reach out and be like, hey, what's going on? That makes total sense. Well, because when we talked to Chad, he said that he'd be interested and possibly going out again with you, if you would be interested. He said he really liked you. I mean, yeah. he had some goofy nicknames. He's kind of a goofy guy, but I, I actually really liked him. He seemed like a likable guy. Because he was he was surprised when we when we talked to him. He was like, I thought she just wasn't interested in me, and that's why we stopped talking. Oh, okay. Well. So, hmm. that's some good news, right? Yeah. That being said, because we told him, we were like, hey, don't text her until we tell her what's going on. Otherwise, it's going to be really funky. But he was like, you know, he might reach out to you or he would probably welcome a text from you. even Without a doubt. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll give him a ring. So you, but you enjoy going out with uh, Chad. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. It was good. It just, life happened. Yeah. Real life is real. That's for sure. If it's worth Picking up and giving it a try again. He's like I said, I, I'm brutally honest with people, mm-hmm. you know. And honestly, sometimes too much. Yes, I didn't like guys wanting guys to. No. And when we talked to them, I was like, all right, I see the problem. She just gets with bad dudes, <laughs> right? But honestly, Chad, goofy guy. But I, yeah. I kind of liked the fiber of him. You I know? liked, I liked everything except he kept saying he wanted to get caught in the V trap. Which he meant Vanessa, but yeah. it just it just sounded funky. But you know what? Hey, everybody's got their quirks. Yeah, you, you, you're gonna have to work on him a little bit. He's not a finished product, but you know that's that. Do your magic on him, there, Vanessa. As all good women do, yes, to us men to fix us. Okay. So do you think you I might reach try out? My bad. Do you think you might reach out to Chad? I mean, now that I know that the door is still open, sure, why not? Awesome. Like, maybe this is a good sign. This is a first for the relationship report Look card, at that, too. man. Vanessa, we'd love to stay in touch with you and, you know, down the road, see how everything's going, if that's cool with you. Perfect. Let's, hopefully it'll be good things. 
If it doesn't work out with chat, do you, with this, you know, in your rearview mirror, do you maybe see a way of maybe changing the way you go about dating? I mean, I got to figure something out because, you know, douche canoe one and tool bag two. (laughs) You know, like I'm seeing this, I'm seeing a pattern. Yeah. Maybe I need some therapy and self-reflection. Well, and don't sell yourself short. Right. I mean, honestly, I think that's what it comes down to. Don't sell yourself short because, like I said, you're a good person. Go with somebody who realizes that. I think Chad did. So, 100. Vanessa, it is an honor to have given you your relationship report card. I hope that the information is useful for you. And I know we'll be talking again in the future, okay? Okay. Thanks, guys. Here's what's next with Kelly and Wood. That's awesome. I'm glad. We maybe made a love connection where it seemed like there was no love. I have to find it out there, man. Uh, Brian Riley now joins us in the studio. Brian Riley, would you like to play a round of the feud? Do you, oops, sorry. Do you, have, do you have a question at the ready? I, of Always. course I do. Of course <laughs> I do. All right, let's do it. Let's jump into the feud. With Kelly and Wood in the morning. Name things you spend lottery winnings on. Oh, yeah. Wood's got a long list on this one. That's what we have up today in this round of The, the feud. feud. All right. I won last week, Wood, so yep. you go first. Oh, all right, first and foremost, houses. Yeah. Houses. Get you a big old house. Mansions, number one answer. Oh, that's number one. Okay. Number one. Well, so I'm surprised, man. Uh, no, I mean, I guess it makes sense. That would yeah. be the first thing I would buy, too. But you know what else I would do? I can buy me a boat. Oh, <laughs> down by the river. That's so wrong. It's not on the list. Yeah. Are you serious? It's not, on the, it's not on the list. <laughs> it's not on the list. Only a Minnesotan would answer that. No, no, what, was it yacht? It's Should I have said I meant? I, I would have given you yacht, but nothing that floats These on this list. These people don't know how to spend their money then. <laughs> I'm buying me a nice 22-foot glass truck. Oh, all right. Uh, okay. All right. All right, what do you got, Wood? I, I, very simple, man. Cars. Damn, You're not riding around in the Toyota Tercel on the lotto. <laughs> That's on the list. That's on the I list. I went to cars before I did boats. I still would have gotten to boats at some point. <laughs> you are the only person who would win the lotto, and the first thing they buy is a boat. Hell He'd yeah. just buy a new motor for his boat that I'd he's go got live now. On it. I would go live on a yacht somewhere. Sir, how are you getting this boat out of here? I don't know, <laughs> but I got a boat. That would be the dream to go live on a yacht. That that'd be all I'd ever want to do. I couldn't handle the the constant the the waves. Oh, the, I, could. I don't think you, I don't think you'd have like when, with a big enough yacht. I don't think you had. Right. Yo, you'd still feel it. Yeah. You'd still feel it. Even like cruise ships. Like if it's like really bad out, you can feel it. Not much. But I'd only I'd only go like a couple miles out from shore. Are you? I don't. I'd, I'd never kiss. Yeah. <laughs> Not even take it out. You know what? You guys are never invited on. Just so you know. Does your yacht even have a motor on it? I'm throwing a barbecue, and you guys aren't invited. Well, we can see the smoke from the beach. <laughs> oh, Kelly's eating. We asked a hundred people name Damn. things you would spend lottery winnings on. Um, we did cars, houses, boats, <laughs> boats, boats, boats. How about? Uh, oh, uh, jewelry. Dang, that's on my list. That was on my list. It's not on the list. Wow. Erroneous. (laughs) No, it's a great list. (laughs) It's not on the list. What else is there? Well, there's plenty of other things. I would have gotten that one wrong. You're not uh, buying a boat. You're not buying jewelry. What else are you buying? My next thing, travel. Travel. Like, I don't know if it's a private plane or it's just traveling. Vacations on the list. Yeah. Vacations is, on the list. We're yeah. have spent more time thinking about this than I have. Absolutely. Dude, every time I... That's honest to God when the lotto gets up to where I will play. It's worth the $10, $20, whatever I buy of just having that day of imagining 
saying goodbye to all the pores in my life and what I'm going to do. <laughs> See you later. Would you, would you get a pile of cash and actually lay on it? Oh, without a doubt. I, honest to God, if I won the lotto with, uh, before my wife, yeah, I would have been dead within 24 hours. Yeah. I'd have been dead within 24 hours. Now we'll give you 48. I, maybe. Yeah. And she, she'd probably do it. <laughs> I would wife with a pile of cash. <laughs> Did I believe that? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing That's with tough. the rest of your... Is that on there? Not on the list. Yeah, you can, you can put the X on that. Uh, other things that I had on my uh, list here. What about body modifications? A little plastic surgery. Oh, dang it. That's not on the list. Really? That's not on this list. Nope. Gotta nope. imagine you go out there and get yourself some... I feel like some of these are like very... You know, obvious answers. Okay, but it's obvious for me. Oh, but like it's like payoff bill. I mean, I'm out. I lost. Right, but is payoff bills on there? That's on the list. Dang it! That's, that's on the list. Cares. That's what I would. Yeah, you well, don't need credit anymore. Right. Actually, <laughs> when I worked at the car dealership in Atlanta, we had a very famous rapper. I've talked about this on air before. Yeah. They came in, and their credit was god awful. But they bought the car in cash. Yeah. It did, but you, I guess you still had to run their credit to like make sure that they were who they were or who they okay. would say they hmm. were. But their credit was terrible. It didn't matter. They bought a cash. Hmm. So, but yeah, to hell with you. Yeah. <laughs> IOUs, you can have it. <laughs> Cut Suck my it. cell phone off. Suck it, Sears. I'm never paying that bill back. <laughs> buy a new phone every month. <laughs> what do I care? Uh, all right. So what else do we have? So we got the bills. Got to hear the question again. All right. We asked 100 people, name things you spend lottery winnings on. And we've got so far mansion, yep, cars, yep, not boats, jewelry. No, no not those jewelry. two. Those two off. were not on the list. Right. And travel was on the list. Travel and then pay, paying off debt. Boy, I don't. Last two. I, last two. Are you tapped out. Can I? Can, can you even give me a remote? A hint. What the uh, hell? You're already well, won. Yeah. Your, your kids could benefit from it. Well, my college stocks and stuff. College fund. College. Oh, wow. College education. Pay for their college. I guess I wouldn't think I would do it, but I. The hell do I care? My kids can be morons. We're rich. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? I get to HVAC school like Kelly? I got the right gene pool for it. Hey. Uh, and then the last answer was start a company. Because you have all the funds, you don't need to get any investors. You're that your would, own investor. No. That would be the smart thing. But I've watched enough episodes of how the lottery ruined my life. That ain't no one. Hardly anybody starts a company. Yeah, that's work and all that stress. Wait, you don't have to work. You just—it's like investing. Yeah. Like LeBron James invested into uh, like a pizza place that's out in Wisconsin Dells. Does it amazing? Yeah, buy a Taco Bell or something. Yeah, that's all you got to do. It's like Chick-fil-A. I think you could make like $100,000 by investing but so little. I think you have to run the Chick-fil-A. Nah, you, you can't just buy a bunch. Well, just hire, hire somebody. Hire moron kids to run it. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm letting those morons run my business? Be out of business by the end of the day. All right, well, you know what? I had a two-week winning streak that has now come to a close. Feels good. Because I don't know how to dream. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll take that loss, and we'll do it again next week. Wood wins this round of The, the Feud. Kelly and Woods Small Town Salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Nash, North Dakota, population 32. The town was named after the Nash brothers. They were settlers who operated a fruit store in Grafton and is now the Nash Finch Company, the third largest food wholesaler in the United States. That's a big title from a town that only covers one square mile, and that's why Nash, North Dakota, you get today's small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. So, when we were doing history earlier today, we learned that today is the day back in 1973 that the Vietnam War officially ended. Something that's always, like, I've had a question about is, 
whenever they show the end of the Vietnam War, they always show U.S. soldiers pushing helicopters overboard on the aircraft carriers. And I was like, why was that? Like, wouldn't we still need those? I guess even back in the 70s, I'm guessing that was a pretty expensive piece of equipment. Yeah. Well, it was simply to make more room on the aircraft carrier. So when they were, you know, when they were taking people out of Saigon, the American embassy there, they thought that they were maybe going to have to take about 17,000 people out. It was like a high number because it was like if you if you were in the American embassy, you could take yourself and seven dependents with you hmm. and evacuate Saigon. Ooh, tough break for that eighth kid. Right, right. you got to make some tough choices. Mm. Well, anyway, once they started to take a look at the payroll of the U.S. Embassy, they realized that was going to be about 200,000 people that they were going to have to evacuate. That sounds about right. And and you got to think also that we're pulling all this equipment out of there, too. You know, we're pulling helicopters. We're pulling out. Well, there was no room. So what did they do? And we left a lot of our equipment for South Korea. So a lot of those a lot of those helicopters weren't even technically ours anymore. Mm-hmm. So we just started pushing them overboard to make room for refugees and all the other equipment that we were pulling out of there. I mean, a tough ride home, but still, it's better than sticking <laughs> around with right. the enemy overtaking you. Yeah. What, so why didn't we just like we had nowhere to park it when we got to America? Like, why couldn't we just fly it? Well, you can't fly a helicopter from Vietnam to America. Do you know where Vietnam is? Yeah, but you could find like an island, Get stop, up. gas up, fly, <laughs> find another island, gas up, All fly. Right. <laughs> Normally I look dumb on Maybe It's Just Me, and I have I wear that as a badge of honor. That's maybe one of the dumbest things that's ever been said. I don't know how, much, I don't know how many gallons of gas is in a helicopter. It's not something I look up every day. You can't fly across. You can barely fly across the ocean in a jet. Sometimes they got to refuel. Like just military jet. fuel at? Just in the air. in with a little green card, you know, just like, oh, do you guys take cash? Headed, yeah, I'm headed to America. Yeah. <laughs> Vietnam War is over. Yeah, that sounds about right. Anyway. Ooh, I'm going to go lie to you, B-Rye. <laughs> That's a tough one. There's pit stops. There has to be pit stops. Either way, I'm not getting on a helicopter that's trying to fly from Vietnam to America. No, sir. But yeah. I'll get on a boat. You can't get high. That thing can't move that fast. No. Helicopters are dangerous, man. My friend who's a helicopter pilot, he was a helicopter pilot in the Marines. He said the scariest thing about helicopters is they're not meant to be in the air. Like a plane is meant to be in the air. If the engine goes out, it'll keep flying. They can glide. Right. A helicopter, if the engine goes out, it falls like a rock. Kind of scary when you think about it. Shout out to Matt Lund, my buddy in the Marines. There you go. Um, But either way, I found that interesting. I never understood that video of them pushing helicopters overboard, and now I find out... It was just to make space so that they could get refugees out of there and more equipment. That's pretty interesting, right? I mean, I thought that one was actually good today. Yeah, it's not bad. Give us some more boats, man. Yeah. Our Brian Riley says just fly to America in a helicopter. They <laughs> could do it. To hell with it. Someone could do it. I don't know why we're thinking we someone, can't. I'm sure someone could. With a big enough fuel tank, I'm sure you could. You're telling me the U.S. government couldn't figure this thing out? No. Not in 1973. Not even today. Why didn't they just start walking? (laughs) Okay, now now that's insane. Like up through Russia, down through Alaska. He's coming through, guys. Coming through. USA. All right, I get it. Now I'm crazy. (laughs) Yep. Maybe you didn't find this one interesting. Maybe you're shocked at the intelligence, the brain trust of this room. We'll have another one for you on Monday. And I think people actually found this one interesting today. But if you didn't, I don't care because sometimes. <laughs> Maybe it's that bag. Kelly and Wood.
Why should we talk to you on Monday is when someone has something big going on over the weekend, so they call us up and let us be a part of it. A couple of friends of mine have been trying to start a family, and they, like many people, have run into some issues. And Megan, your y'all story is amazing. Yeah, so um, Matt and I got married in 2017, and of course, Matt Wood was Matt's best man, because they are best friends for, I don't know, ever. I did a great job, too. Um, <laughs> you did, you did. It was stellar. <laughs> um so we tried to get pregnant like most married, newly married couples do, and it wasn't working. Um, so we saw an infertility specialist in 2018 because that's how long they have you wait is try for a year. If it doesn't work, then come see someone. So we did, and um, he did a biopsy to make sure like everything was in working order there in my uterus. And unfortunately, it wasn't. Uh, I actually had uterine cancer, and I was like 33, 34, something like that. So they told me we couldn't get pregnant and that I'd have to see an oncologist and um, go from there. So I went to the oncologist, and having uterine cancer um, in your 30s is really uncommon. It's typically uh, in women after they've gone through menopause. So the doctor allowed us to do hormone treatments for a year, and eventually the cancer did go away. So they gave us the the clearance to start trying again, but unfortunately the cancer came back, and we opted the best um, solution was to have a hysterectomy. So we did. I did, and um, unfortunately at that point, like my uh, egg reserve was too low, so we ended up going with an egg donor. Um, we went and we made six embryos. Um, uh, we had them at three days cause you can have embryos at three days or five days. And we did the first transfer at three days. It failed. Uh, we did, um, three more transfers, um, and they all failed as well. So we had two little embryos left. They were graded as fair and, and embryos, they graded them as good, fair, and poor. So we took our two less last embryos that we had and we thawed them we let them grow to five days to see if they would improve in their quality one of them made it to the fifth day the other one stopped growing so that was really unfortunate so we had one embryo left and you know with anything there's always a chance it doesn't work so we transferred the fifth embryo and it worked. And he's coming today or possibly tomorrow. Our surrogate's being induced. She's actually at the hospital right now. So we are so excited. <laughs> wow. This is what an ama- just an amazing story, man. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Yeah, we've been through it. We've had to fundraise. we got to take money from our retirement because, as most people probably don't know, surrogacy and just IVF in general is incredibly expensive. So we've done fundraisers. We've, you know, we've had our family help us financially. We've um, taken our loans out and we've just had to scrape this money together. So we're so excited thrilled and excited it just does not even feel really good and i thought you know something that amazing you kind of let that uh, an interesting part at least i thought so is this isn't the first surrogate you guys had you guys almost just fell into this second one correct yeah so our first surrogate um after the first transfer she just felt like it wasn't a good fit for her family so we were back to the drawing board and so we asked everyone we knew 
and it just wasn't the right time for a lot of our friends and family to help. Um, so I was like, I am not taking no for an answer. So I went on all the Facebook pages I could find. I went on local Facebook pages. I went on mom groups that are local and I just told them my story. And luckily this amazing human angel on earth, dreamboat of ours, Stephanie, she was like, I'll do it. And yeah, I'll totally do it. And I was like, what? She literally lives like five minutes away from us. So we've been able to go to all of her appointments, we go to all of her transfers. And we're leaving our house here shortly to go to the hospital to see her. The medical technology is just mind boggling when it comes to this stuff. It's amazing what science can do now. And of course, uh, you guys are naming the little guy Vincent, right? Vincent is actually Matt's mom's maiden name, and her dad only had girls, so he never got to pass on Vincent as his last name. So we're taking it and making Vincent's first name after his great-grandfather. So cool. So a, a question I had, and I even cleared this with Wood before we talked, will you, will you tell this child one day the story of how they, how they got here? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We want to be like as transparent with him as possible. We plan on having Stephanie in our lives forever, like as an Aunt Stephanie. She has two little boys. They're four and six, so they understand that mommy's growing a baby for someone else in her belly because my belly doesn't work, basically, is what she tells them. Right. So we're really close to them. We love them. Like, they're our own family, and they've completely embraced us, and we've embraced them. This is just an amazing story, and I, and I absolutely love it. I couldn't be happier. You guys are going to be amazing parents. You know, it, 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 oh my gosh, we're so that kid is the luckiest little fella on earth today. You know, it's his first day here. He's coming in in a great situation. So couldn't be happier for you guys. And like I said, when we talked to you before, I understand there's highs and lows with this. And, uh, you know, you guys have gone through it. And you definitely deserve this highest of high, man. Uh, your life is about to change in the biggest way possible. The hardest job you ever love, I yeah. like to say. <laughs> We're so excited. We're so, so ready. We cannot wait. And thank you so much for being so open and sharing this story with us, sharing this journey with us. Yeah, definitely. Because I think that women's health in general is, you know, underserved and fertility, infertility actually affects like one in four couples, I believe now. Oh, wow. So it's, it's something that really needs to be embraced and it's not weird and it's not like a shameful thing. It happens. And I'm glad that you guys are putting a spotlight on it. It means a lot to me. Well, we'll give you a call this exact same time on Monday, and we'll find out how the first weekend went with the brand new baby. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. All right, Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score, put it on the trashy scale, and the trash flash. We are headed to... Wisconsin, my friend. Cheese trash. Oh, my. Well, that's where we have authorities who got called to the scene of a hit and run. Mm. Two cars got into an accident and one sped off and left the scene. While his officers were there investigating it, talking to the person who stuck around and called 911, mm-hmm. the driver said, yeah, I got hit by a car. In fact, it looks a lot like that one. Well, when officers turned around, sure enough. 34-year-old Alex Sandoval was driving by with a sweet dent in the front of his ride. (laughs) Officer says, hey, pull over. Sandoval had different ideas. That's when he slammed on the gas and sped off at a high rate of speed. (laughs) 
One of the officers jumped in a nearby car and gave chase, but decided to call it off after the high speed was causing danger to other drivers. Well, they called ahead and said, hey, be on the lookout for Mr. Sandoval. And sure enough, he went straight into the area of another officer. Did they bust out the strips? They did. Yeah, I love them things. So the officer hopped out of the car, popped out the tire deflation device, and sure enough, nailed Sandoval, who lost control of the car, went into a nearby field, and jumped out of the car. (laughs) Thorius then gave chase on foot, tracked him down, and sure enough, took him down. He was arrested, and by the way, he was drunk. Oh, there you go. Uh, you know, I should have just assumed that when you said this was coming to us from Wisconsin. Oh, wait, whoa. Whoa. Hey. Show me where I'm wrong. Watch it now. We got somebody wrong, listening I'm... from Wisconsin this morning. Oh. Uh, somebody texted in. So they're okay. listening to Wisconsin. Are they drunk? By the way, this was his fourth DUI. Good God. Yeah. I've never understood that. Mm-hmm. How they make it to that level. Like, don't you lose it after three, I thought? You probably, would think. Probably not in Wisconsin. Well. They probably are a little fast and loose with their at rules. Number four, guy. Stop. Yeah, get a ride. Mm. All right, let's give this one a score, shall we? Please. So what do we got? A hit and run to begin with? Trash. If you do a hit and run, that's trashy. 200 points for him. Right there. Right out the gate, he gets 200 points. Mm-hmm. What else do we got? Uh, driving right back past where you just were involved in a hit and run. Seems trashy. Ignorant and trashy. Well, how else do you want me to go home? <laughs> Too much. I'm going to give him 200 more points for that. When we, I think we set this precedent earlier in the week. Whenever the police have to break out the strips for you, you're doing something trashy. Oh, yeah. You're putting other lives in danger and such. How about you going so fast that they had to call off the high-speed chase? Yeah. That, okay, well, let's break it down. So 150 for the straps, mm-hmm. 150 for them having to stop chasing you because mm-hmm. you're putting other people in danger. All of these are trashy behaviors, Wood. Yeah. They arrested them. Mm-hmm. That's 75. Ran from them on foot. That's trashy. That's trashy. I'll give them another 100 points for that. And the fourth DUI. Oh, gosh. That is, that's 200 points right there, man. That's real trash. Yeah, that is the trashiest thing in this whole story. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a decent little score, man. I got something here for you. I think you're going to like it. Come on. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Today, our gentleman who essentially did nothing but trashy behaviors earns himself a respectable, a whopping 875 points. Trashy. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to the bonus track. It's our first break from 5.40 in the morning. We would, we learned that Wood is a child. Why? Well, no. I want to have fun. Right. And my wife apparently has, well, her finger on the trigger. And Rightfully you, so. And you and I accidentally had a first date yesterday. We didn't even realize it. That's how you treat me. <laughs> You'll hear about what's going on all right now in our first break of the morning from 5.40. It's our bonus track. Kelly and Wood. I'm just laughing because of something we were talking about before we came back on the air. We had kind of a day yesterday that, it, if to the casual observer, maybe it looked like a couple was out on the town yesterday. And it's your fault. It was. It's, it's your fault. Because I texted Wood last night. I was like, I wonder if people thought we were on a date. Because yesterday, I'll, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you this. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Here we go. But yesterday, I went to one of our clients waxing the city mm-hmm. and got my back waxed. Because when we did our Killing Wood Christmas party, you got a patch waxed off by like a homemade strips, which was just it was not good. It hurt like heck. And right. so we wanted to show like if you go get it done right, it doesn't hurt. And I got to be honest, I'm probably going to do it all the time now. You did it on video and you were just laying there just chilling. Right. Like and you're at the beach. My, when I got home, my wife was like, wow. Oh, Mr. Kelly, so you finally feel like a seal. No, finally. <laughs> it's so nice. 
No, 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 no. Come on. Come on. Anyway, so then you and I, if, if anybody had just been watching us yesterday, mm-hmm. we both walk out of Waxing the City together, and I said, hey, there's a Tuesday morning. The Tuesday mornings, if you don't know, is kind of like a, I don't know, what the heck. What, what would you classify that as? I don't know. First time I've ever been in my entire life. Like, right. I know it's like my mom's favorite <laughs> store. I said to Wood, I was like, oh, I didn't know there was a Tuesday mornings here. I was like, this is one of my favorite stores. Wood's uh, like, yeah, my mom's too. Yes, <laughs> but I was like, dude, you never know what you're going to find in a Tuesday mornings. So I said, let's go in. Let's see right. what they got. And I was saying, if someone was just observing us, they watched. Two guys walk out of a waxing mm-hmm. salon, I guess is what you would call it, and walk into a Tuesday mornings together and go shopping together. Bickering the entire way, right. by the way. <laughs> right. Should we get in the truck? No, just walk. Oh, that's a long walk. Just walk it. You need cardio anyways. I was like, we looked so much like a couple just out on a just having a day together, mm-hmm. you know? Only thing would have made it better was some chai lattes or something <laughs> walking arm in arm <laughs> and then when we were standing i was just because i was sitting last night thinking about it, i was like boy we look like we were on a date then we're like sitting in the tuesday mornings looking at cooking stuff together yeah i did leave with some silicone molds for muffins and i was like oh i want some candy but i really got to be careful because yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> the- it's just funny to me and now people are gonna be like oh that's insensitive whatever no it's just funny because you know wood and i look like we're on a date together it's funny to me Bickering like an old married couple as they walk along. <laughs> there just couldn't have been more like walking walking from the waxing place to Tuesday mornings was pretty much it. I that, mean, that's, yeah, that's that solidified our relationship together. Nice little first date. <laughs> and it's 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 funny because you and I do have a lot of the same arguments that my wife and I have. Yeah, I had one with my wife yesterday. So I did taxes this week, right? And I've, I've, I've talked about some of this stuff that drives me nuts with taxes, just like every other human yeah, being. Death and taxes. I'll be real with you. I put it on my, my personal Facebook page. I saw that. The hubris, the balls that this everyone has. Government. Where you fill out your taxes and they ask you after, you know, going for an hour on how much money they've taken from you right, this just, year. Just getting raked over the coals. Uh, would you like to give a couple dollars towards a presidential campaign? Are you kidding me? Well, that's always weird to me, too, because I'm like, which one? It doesn't even say. It just says presidential <laughs> campaign fund. Yeah. I, th- really? Yeah. It just after you've taken thousands of dollars from me, that level of confidence is unmatched. <laughs> but who checks yes on that is what I'm great wondering. Great question. And if you do, God love you. But hey, and so we're getting some money back this year. Yesterday, Andrea says, "Hey, let's go knock out grocery shopping today. Then we can have a nice Friday. Fine, let's go. Walk into Sam's, okay? Because we gotta get some meat and everything. Must be nice. What do I see? First thing when I walk in." Donate to the no 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 presidential campaign. <laughs> <laughs> I see a gorgeous eighty-five inch television. Okay, I'm getting a little bit of money back. Ah, uh, dude, you are. I am drawn to it like a moth to a flame, and I walk over and I'm I'm measuring with my hands. Yeah, because I got a big TV in the basement, but you know what's better than that? A bigger TV, a bigger TV, and I haven't had eighty-five inches. Watch yourself. I didn't, kind of I show. didn't say anything. And, Had you not acknowledged it, no one would even know I gave you a look. And I thought to myself, this is this could be it. Now, I have had a little bit of a competition with my dad and brother for quite some time on who can get the biggest television. I'm guessing your dad, since he has more he, money than you and your brother put together. He is currently the title holder. <laughs> yeah. All right. But 85 inches, I think I could maybe possibly knock him off. Okay. Which would... By the way, send him into a fury and send him straight to whatever <laughs> electronic store he could find. Right. And as soon as I start walking over there, I just hear, no, no, no. <laughs> 
Why? Why can't I get a little... And then my wife runs down all the things I have to buy. Right. Groceries. Yeah. Things for the kids. Dance classes. Yada yada. None of this on this pecking order of things I have to buy. Right. A, cool, or B, for me. Well, welcome to being an adult, Wood. It took you till 42 years old to finally understand it. I won't lie to you. I threw a little bit of a temper tantrum in the store. Of course you did. It, it boiled up. I, I yelled, why can't I ever have anything? Why can't? Why don't I have a motorcycle? Now, I've never ridden a motorcycle what in my entire even, life. What did you even want one? I didn't I, even know you wanted a motorcycle. I want to buy one, take a couple Facebook pictures, then we can return it. That's what I said. This now, is, why can't I buy anything cool for myself? This is irritating to me. Why? Because I spend my life working from sunup to sundown so that my family can have everything. I don't buy myself a dang thing. You see the car I drive. So you know the plight of me. I do, but I don't care. Oh, I'm, I do. I'm not like, why can't I buy anything? Mm-hmm. Try I, I, the joy. <laughs> try being a little selfish for a moment. The joy in my family's face when I provide for them is all of the thanks, all the coolness I need is the joy of my family that if they want something, I can get it for them. You know what you described? What? That's Com- stupid. Communism? I can't play I can't play PlayStation 5 on a kid's smile. <laughs> I can't watch the Super Bowl on my kid's happiness. Don't you have, sir, two flat screen televisions mm-hmm. side by side yes. hanging on your basement wall that would probably together equal probably 110 inches. Well, the one is 75 inches and the other one's 55. So right. yes, they are large. Yeah. But they ain't 85. Dude, you you got issues, man. Maybe. You got problems, bro. And and I'm okay with that. (laughs) And I'm okay with that. I just needed to get it out there that... I don't get enough cool stuff in my life. What What is it that you want? What What do you want? I don't... Uh, you know what I do want? And you, you actually just hit the nail on the head. I want the freedom to do whatever I want. Okay, then you better start making more money. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> but my... This is why my wife doesn't give me any of our banking information. Yeah. Well, clearly, th- everybody listening right now is like, yes, Wood, this is why you don't have access to your own bank account. And she's right. Because if I did, I would come home with like a TV, uh, a scooter, right. and like... A leer cat. <laughs> like, like a puma. Uh, you're like coming home with magic beans when she sends you out for groceries. <laughs> but you don't know, Andrea. This could be the, the answer to our prayers. No, you you got you gotta grow up, man. You gotta grow up. But here's you either why, gotta grow up or start making more money. But here's why she's right. Because then I turn around, I spend three hundred dollars on groceries this week. <laughs> My kid comes home who destroyed his boots. I gotta go buy him new boots yesterday. Yeah. And I just this is why yeah. she's in charge. And I, I fully admit it. This is how, why she's in charge. How much was that TV? Uh, I think it was like 1800 bucks On sale. On oh, sale. Well, shoot. It's like they're giving you it for free. Uh, that's my choice. Like, they knocked $50 off, Andrea. We're, <laughs> this, is fi- this is financially irresponsible if we don't buy it. And she just dragged me out like a toddler, kicking and screaming. But no, we got to go buy food and medicine for the kids. The only, the only time I ever feel like that is when it comes to like boating stuff. Like that's when I'm always like, man, I'd really like to have a, I'd love to have a decent boat. My boat is a piece of junk. Even mm-hmm. the guys who were putting in my furnace yesterday were like, oh man, how old is that boat? <laughs> Like, I don't know, brother. Which part are you talking about? Yeah, the first sink or the second sink? <laughs> That's the only... I would love to... But I, but I don't sit and stew about it. Mm. You know, I'm just like, all right, fine. You should try it. Being a dad is just all about being coming in last place. Uh, Mary texts in, good morning. Tuesday morning is kind of like a TJ Maxx. There you go. That's okay. a good That's a good description of it. Because it's amazing, all the knickknacks <laughs> and things. The funny thing is you bought it. stuff. 
I, and you, who did I buy it for? Not me. Your wife. My wife. My wife's wanted... Every time she makes something in our muffin tins, like it comes out with like metal on it. Yeah. You know? It's like, here's a blueberry muffin with some you know, aluminum. <laughs> I want silicone ones. So they had it. I bought it for her yesterday, and she was as happy as could be when I got home. A man will never stand as tall as when he bends down to help his family. Yeah, well, it'd be nice if you guys stood up and got Dad a big TV so he could watch it from a little further back. My hope is that when I get old and I'm decrepit, that my children will be like, you know what, though? Our dad really put in work for us. Let's take him in because he didn't save a single penny for retirement. <laughs> you live with your kids? <laughs> That's, I got fingers crossed, man. My retirement plan is making sure my kids are happy and love me so that they'll take me in when I'm, I can't take care of myself. And you're sitting in their living room. This yeah. TV sucks. Yeah. And, well, guess what, Dad? <laughs> well, that's sad. Andrea is a saint. Yes. I feel like me and your wife would get along so well because I'm so tight with money as well. Yeah. I don't ever buy, like, even if I need a TV, I don't like buying one. Well, and to be fair, she spends our money on things that I don't know about. Right. Like, I don't know how my phone stays on. I don't know how we're not evicted from our house. She definitely keeps the wheels on the trolley. I honestly have no idea who our mortgage is through. Right. If we still have a mortgage. Uh, probably. Insurance things, they just happen. Yeah. That's why you're that's why you're a child. You never had to take care of yourself. And that's why I don't have a motorcycle. <laughs> if you and my wife were married, you'd be bankrupt in a week. <laughs> but what a week it would be. <laughs> oh, it'd be a wild ride. <laughs> Let's do some history, my friend. Me and your wife if me and your wife were married, we'd be millionaires. Neither, yeah. one, of us, none of, neither one of us would ever spend a penny. And just unhappy as all get out. <laughs> At least I'd be able to retire one day. That would be nice. Uh, all right, here we go, Wood. In 1880, Thomas Edison patented the electric light. Oh, now he didn't. Was. He didn't invent the electric light. I learned, but he did come up with like the the glass around it and everything, so that it would. St- and I think there's gas in there. The filament. So he came up with a way to like make it sustainable and affordable to people. So now there's not gas in it anymore. Right. Well, I mean, now we use LED and... Flu- I mean, there's if it's a compact fluorescent, there's gas in the it. The bulb ones that you pop has stuff in it. Right. But yeah. fluorescent fluorescent lights, that's what they are. It's heated up gas. I mean, I was busting a bunch of those ones, and all of a sudden, I kind of got lightheaded, and I was like, hey, yeah. who knows what you were breathing? You should probably crack a window or something. <laughs> pop. You were doing it inside? Look, I have fun. All right. Wrong with you, man. Uh, it was on this day in uh, oops. It was on this day in 1973. We today have concluded an agreement to end the war and bring peace with honor in Vietnam and in Southeast Asia. The Vietnam War ended on this day in 1973. Mm. Now, for some reason, I thought uh, yeah. For some reason, I thought it was like 1975 that it ended. I don't know why I thought that. Uh, you know what's funny, though? I watched, when I was a kid, and I looked back in history books, and I saw, like, the unrest mm-hmm. and how people were treated when they came home from that war. And yeah. I always thought, how could that be? And then today, the way I see we treat each other, yeah. and I understand how we got to that point. Well, yeah, because our kids will probably look back at this time and be like, man, why was everybody at each other's throats? I will hope so, and I hope we're better, and I hope we get I don't know, better. man. I feel like we're getting worse, because we definitely haven't improved since 1973. Because it's a shame, like, how some of those people were treated when they came oh, home. Man. And still today, the way, Absolutely that, horrible. the way that we don't take care of veterans in this country ain't right, man. No, I, I could not agree with you more, man. And we, we gotta be better. My dad was, well, my dad was in the Vietnam War. He was never in Vietnam, though. He was in Okinawa, I believe. He okay. Was, he was like a 
truck mechanic. It was so weird. My dad never had like any formal training on how to work on cars, but because I guess because he knew how to do it, they just made him a mechanic, which is kind of crazy when you think back. Well, it's an important job if but I don't, trucks don't work. Like, could you even go to school to fix a car back in the day, or did you just learn with your dad? I'm guessing that's one of those things where it was more like a you know an internship or an apprenticeship of yeah. going down and just working at the local you know. Mechanic shop and learning his skill. My dad is definitely where I get my side hustle from because he would work on cars nonstop. He would never went to school for any of this stuff, but yeah. he would fix the motor. He would do body work. He would fix rust. I'm like, how did he learn to do all this stuff? Well, a lot of the times it's better to learn by just doing. Yeah, that's know? true. And getting out there and just trying. Now, I'm not saying accounting. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just carried the three. Uh, on this day in 2010. And we'd like to show it to you today for the first time. And we call it the iPad. The iPad was introduced on this day back in 2010. Which at first was just a gigantic iPhone? iPod. Yeah, you're yeah. right. I, one of my biggest regrets in life is that we got my daughter an iPad too young. Really? I, I just hate that we did that to her. See, Murphy has one that she can play some games with. But I do see the fact that it does pay off that she is so good with electronic stuff. Yeah. And everything in her life moving forward... Unless there's some sort of massive event is going to be electronic based. And that's good for kids to learn. Yeah, it is. But they just say, you know, like even just constantly watching videos on iPads and stuff like that, it, like it, it messes with kids' brains, man. Like it, it rewires their brains. That's why I just wish we would have waited a little while. One of my classes I'm taking at St. Class Day right now yeah. is about like eyes and everything. And it is like the, the infrared stuff and all the lights. Yeah. It's hard on your rods and cones back Yeah, then. man. That's why my daughter has glasses. I don't have glasses. My wife doesn't have them. My daughter does. Because mm. we bought her a screen too early. Probably didn't eat enough carrots. That was a parenting fail if I ever saw one. But what are you going to do? You know, no one gives you a book on how to raise children. You learn as you go. Figure it out. Celebrating a birthday today, Wood. Time marches on. I love this song. Time marches on. I don't think I've ever heard this song. You've never heard this song? Oh, wait. Southwest and Bahamian. Yeah, Dan, sexy gram. Sisters using rouge. So You've heard this song. I, now I have. I, say, I don't know who I, it is. We've probably played it here. It's Tracy Lawrence. Oh, okay. It's Tracy Lawrence's birthday today. Ah, uh, she is. <laughs> it's a dude. <laughs> uh, I couldn't tell you. 58. Uh, you're actually fairly close, but uh, 55, Tracy Lawrence today. Oh, okay. And uh, there was no other birthdays of note today, so I went till Sunday and I found one. This one might interest you. Magnum P.I., a.k.a. Tom Selleck. You, uh, probably, people probably know him from Blue Bloods, too. But Oh, yeah, because he has a show now, right? I don't know if he's still on it, though. He's pretty... I didn't know he was this old. Now, I've always thought about this when I watched Magnum P.I. Yeah. What rates were he charging? For what? What did he even do? He what was were, a private, well, investigator. private investigator. Magnum P.I., but he drove a Lambo. Right. His best friend had a helicopter. He TC. had a butler. Lived in Hawaii. He didn't have a butler. That was that was the guy who was paying him. No, that dude was a butler. No, he wasn't. Uh, you may want to watch that again. You might want to watch it again. That wasn't his butler. He was short. So? Magnum so P.I. is not taking orders from a short guy? So I'm short. I'm not your butler. <laughs> I'm not waiting on you. <laughs> Press my buttons. <laughs> no, uh, I'm that pretty was, sure that guy was a butler. That was the guy who hired him. The guy with the accent who was on um, Boy Meets World. That guy? Wait, that's not the same guy. No, that's it? not Mr. Finney. No, I'm thinking of somebody. Else. <laughs> oh, Mr. Finney was on. Um, he was on uh, Saint Elsewhere. That's what he was on. 
I like, did he, I knew it. That guy was a butler. They're both short. I don't know. I got him confused. Either way, lives in Hawaii, drives a Lambo, and... Not a bad gig. He's just a private investigator? Not a bad gig. Uh, but he's got to be 79. Oh, you're close. I didn't know he was this old. Uh, Magnum P.I. Tom Selleck is 78. I never bought on Friends. I was just about to say that. When every, all, like, Monica and Rachel and all them were just gaga over him. Because he's, like, he's a good-looking dude, but still. But he was much older than them. Right. He was even to, like, the old age stage where he was, like, pulling his pants up super high. Mm-hmm. Like, because I'm just, I'm, yeah, you're right. That was just kind of a gross relationship on there. Never got it. I, I didn't like that relationship, and I also didn't like Joey and uh, Rachel Rachel dating. That was just a bad storyline. They, oh, they just ran out of people to hook up with at that point. Yeah. So anyway, all right. If it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well.